Moto America fans, it's time for another episode of Off Track with Carruthers and Bice. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you may even learn something from this unlikely pair and their special guest. The mic is yours, Paul and Sean. Hey everybody, this is uh, Paul Carruthers, and this is Off Track, our weekly Moto America podcast. I'm joined today, as always, by Sean Bice, my counterpart, who's across the country in Ohio. Um, I'm here in Southern California, and I'm just up the road from our special guest today, who is Jake Gagne. Um, anybody who wasn't living under a rock this week uh, heard the news that Gagne will be joining uh, four-time Moto America Superbike champion Cameron Bobier on the newly named uh, Monster Energy Attack Performance Yamaha team. Um, obviously, some big news this week with... Uh, with Yamaha's announcement of not only the new team, but also uh, the two riders. And I'm pumped for Jake, um, as I'm sure everybody is. It's nice to see somebody um, who I know puts in a lot of work, a lot of effort, and he's a good guy. And he's now being rewarded with what I would imagine has to be his, uh, his best opportunity that he's had in, in, in his career so far. So we're going to talk to... Uh, we're going to talk to Jake here in a second, um, but first of all, I'm going to pass it off to uh, to Bice, who will give us one of his lovely stories to brighten our morning. How are you today, yeah, Sean? I'm doing great. So, yeah, big news with Jake. Can't wait to talk to him. But before we talk about that big news, uh, I have to talk about some different big news. So, Alexa, play Happy Anniversary by Little River Band. Here's Happy Anniversary. <laughs> what the? <laughs> happy anniversary paul this is podcast number 52 and i'm not really good in math but i think 52 <laughs> means 52 weeks it adds up to a year so Happy anniversary. We've done a year of this, and it's time to celebrate with Jake Gagne. Alexa, stop. <laughs> You're a certified idiot. And I love it. <laughs> I'm glad, I would have rather gotten flowers, but I guess that's <laughs> year five or something. But yeah, Jake that's, really, that's amazing. It's Jake amazing we've done this for a year. Jake probably doesn't even know who Little River Band is, I bet. Although, oh, yeah, you I know. Do. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to tell you something. Jake knows everything. Oh, happy he does. guys. That's great. I'm happy for you. Oh, Thank you. A lot. And we yeah. picked you. You're the, third, you're the third wheel on our anniversary date. All right. It's a bummer that you guys are so far apart. You can't have a special night or, you know, hang out. I know. That's There's the no hugging and kissing. But it'd, yeah. be, it'd be embarrassing. Believe me, we wouldn't want to do that. I'd be all in tears, you know. <laughs> Mascara would run. It would be... <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, well, welcome Jake to the podcast. Uh, great news for you. Um, we're all so thrilled for you uh, with with this deal. Um, you know, you've had some good rides in the past, but I think it's got to be comforting to have this and also kind of be back home. You've you've kind of been known or we're known as a Yamaha rider. So, so uh, you know, great, great job on your part to get this going. And, you know, tell us about how it came about a little bit, if you would. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. I mean, I'm, uh, like you say, it's pretty much, a opportunity I've always kind of wanted and dreamed of, and it's amazing to be back, back with Yamaha. And, um, I know, like we said, we've had, a, I've had a lot of great races and great years with Yamaha. And so for, for Keith and Tom and, and Richard at attack and everybody to, 
to kind of think of me and call me back once you know Garrett kind of went his way to World Superbike. I was I was pumped, man, and for it to all come together, I'm really thankful and I'm ready to get to work and start riding that thing. You know. Yeah. Who who actually called you? Was it Keith? Yeah, Keith. Yeah, and I. So when I left Barber, when we left the race and the banquet and all that, I hadn't even talked to Keith. Uh, you know, regarding this year, next year at all. Um, but yeah, I talked to him a little bit while, a little bit later. I think it was while kind of Garrett was in France working on, on, on his deal over there. Uh, so yeah, it came about kind of out of nowhere. And then I was, it, it yeah, it happened, it happened quick. And now luckily kind of this week we got it out there. So it's, it's been pretty awesome. You know, one of the things, Jake, you, um, Yamaha has this, uh, wall of fame and I'm pretty sure, didn't they do, they did. You, you're on the wall. I believe they did a, 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 a thing with you when you won championships for them, right? Yeah, yeah. Every year they do that the uh, the wall of champions kind of event. So yeah, they have. A, I had a couple. They gave us some too. So I have. They're actually at my parents' house, but a couple of those cool, uh, cool plaques. You know, they they do that for. All, I I was actually just walking through Yamaha yesterday with Keith, and uh, we walked through that whole hall where they have all those things. And there's like guys from even the 70s and the 80s. They only got plaques, so it's pretty awesome. They get a lot. But yeah. And Jay, just so you guys know, I'm sure most of you do, Keith, the Keith we're talking about is Keith McCarty, race division manager for Yamaha, has been with them for a long time, uh, back started with them in 78. So he's he's been around a long time, did handle their motocross, then moved over and, and handled both and still very involved in the road racing as well. And, and you know, just that part of it, the fact that, you know, it's it's something that Keith talked about. And, you know, we saw from the press release that, Jake, you have a two-year contract, and it is with Yamaha. So I guess for these people that think, you know, Yamaha went, is going away, they're not going away at all. I mean, Cameron signed a two-year contract with Yamaha. You did too. And they're now working with uh, with the TAC Performance um, that that's that's how it's going right that's that's how it's set up right yeah it just did like you say a kind of a joining of forces with with yamaha usa and then and and richard with the tack performance and what he's been doing and so kind of what what they both been doing over the year there's obviously a lot of knowledge in, in both in both of those guys both of those parties and uh so it's kind of just bringing that together and, and putting it into one program to to kind of keep going forward i think is you know that's really the goal yep now you have um, experience, obviously, on the R1. You won our Superstock Championship in 2015, which was our first year. It's a, it's a pretty, I don't want to say easy bike to ride, but I mean, it's a pretty nice package to just jump on and be able to go pretty quick, right? Yeah, that's what I've always felt like. I mean, I've always, I remember the first time I rode the thing, just the stock bike, how friendly those things are and how, uh, I mean, they, they've always felt really comfortable to me, especially, I mean, over the years, having a couple of years on R6s, and then that's when I kind of made that move to the R1 for, for two years. And then uh, I've always loved the bikes. I'm, I'm, uh, it's in a couple of weeks before, uh, a couple more weeks we get to ride, I get to ride the thing for the first time. So I'm itching to, to just finally get out there and see, see what that thing feels like, you know? It, I think from what I, yesterday, Attack Performance put out a post, and I could see it was uh, JD Beach's old bike next to, I think it was Cameron's bike. And from what I understand, and Jake, I don't know if they've told you this, but it looks like when you guys test, you're maybe going to test the two bikes side by side and, you know, see, see what components what might go back and forth or whatever. Obviously, Richard's bike has some differences on it in terms of its own. Uh, he's got his own uh, proprietary swing arm and he's got a fuel tank that's got, you know, a different uh, fuel pickup down at the bottom on the right hand side. So he's got some highly engineered components on that. Do you understand that to be correct, that they're going to kind of compare both bikes a little bit? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like you say, when I was in there at Attack yesterday, seeing Richard, we uh, kind of got to, he's explaining a lot more the kind of the little differences between the way he's kind of went with the Attack bike and then the way Yamaha and the Monster Energy team has went, you know. So, uh, yeah, like you said, combining those two things, and I think we'll have an opportunity to see what we like to, to kind of make the best bike out of, out of the two, you know, keep moving forward from there. So, so yeah, I think uh, for me, I mean, riding the bike, the first time in a couple of weeks, I'll probably just get, try to get as many laps on it as I can, obviously. And I'm sure Cam will probably start getting to work on that stuff. Pretty cool. And so, yeah, it'll be cool to get there with the team and, and ride around with Cam some. And be, it'll be, it's going to be awesome being his teammate this year. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking, I'm going to have, we're going to have a lot of fun. And I'm really looking forward to it. Jake, when you show up to ride a bike like that for the first time, I mean, it's, I'm pretty sure you probably don't have notes in your phone, like where you want the handlebars and stuff like that. Or is it just, you just sit on it and go by feel? Yeah, you kind of just go by feel. I mean, even yesterday I, I was sitting on some of the bikes and like, we kind of know, you know, you just sit on it and you kind of know what kind of seat you want and even the gas tank you want and where you want to put the handlebars and all that basic stuff. And then you kind of hop on and ride and go from there really, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That, you know, a few weeks ago, Jake, I had talked a little bit with Steve Scheibe, and I, I want to talk about him a little bit. I know you had a yeah. really good relationship. He, he really enjoyed having you as a rider, and you did some great work for them this year, despite being hampered by the the broken leg that has is uh, mostly probably getting close to being recovered by now, but you had some good results towards the end of the year. Talk to us a little bit, bit about Scheibe Racing and about working with Steve. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome working with Steve this whole year, and uh yeah, I mean, even with, with our deal, that kind of come together a little bit last minute earlier in the year. So I kind of, and I didn't really know Steve much at all. You know, I'd obviously, I'd seen the team around and I'd said hi, but I didn't really got to know him. And so I, uh, working with him all this year and uh, working with the guys he has on the team. And uh, we had, we had a really, we had a lot of fun and we got to make a lot of progress, a lot of different things with the bike. And so we really did uh, have a really good atmosphere and a, and a good program going and we're really making making really steady progress so that's always a good time uh, and yeah like i said even leaving barbara you know that was kind of the plan to, to keep rolling with the bmw program and then you know obviously things changed a little bit and uh i was bummed uh i was bummed to tell steve about about the kind of the program initially but you know i know he's happy for me and i know he's gonna have a, a good a good program continued going forward what was the thing about that bike? You know, we've heard it's got a lot of horsepower. You know, handling it 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 uh, is still in development or is is power. You know, what do you think the best attribute of that bike? And I'm talking not necessarily about just in general the S1000RR because they have a new bike this year and it's questionable whether Steve's going to use it or not yet, just because he's been so far down the road with the development in the previous iteration that you rode. Um, mm -hmm. That bike, what would you say is its strength? For sure, like you say, the motor, the engine is strong in that thing, and that's one of that's one of the initial things you notice right away. That was one of the, I mean, the fastest thing I've ever really ridden, you know. Uh, so having having that motor and that type of power and torque everywhere, and it actually became initially earlier in the year, you know, obviously I was going through injuries and I was struggling just riding the thing in general. But once we got myself comfortable, it really was a, a friendly bike to ride, and you just kind of had to ride it a little bit differently than you know the R ones, for instance, and kind of use the power to your advantage and kind of slow it down a little bit more in the middle of the turn and uh, kind of ride it just a little bit differently. But once, once we got it working in those last couple of races, it really was a, a friendly, pretty friendly bike to ride. And obviously having the power there all the time was, was good. And, uh, but just a little different than every, you know, everything out there is a little different, but they all end up going pretty dang fast and pretty close together, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of amazing how it works that way. Huh? Yeah, it really is. It is. 
like I thought by the end of the year, it's like, you know, it was pretty cool because there were a bunch of manufacturers up there and everybody, it was running pretty close. And it's, it's, it's just funny how everybody, once they get their act together, everybody kind of falls into place. Right. Yeah. Right. Jake, how, how are you now with your leg and, and kind of review what, what happened and you know, what, what kind of took so long? I, and I don't mean to say took so long, obviously a broken bone is a lot to deal with, but your particular situation, just so fans sort of understand what you were uh, dealing with this year. Uh, yeah. Well, so I like, so it was the last day of year that I, I broke my leg on a dirt bike. Obviously uh, I just, I didn't even crash. It went down and kind of, our case to jump and just kind of jammed it in the ground really good. And then, so yeah, I ended up having plates. I broke the tib and the fib uh at the very bottom and i forget what it's called like a pillar pillar or pylon fracture or something um but it's just a really bad spot for a bunch of bray and i had it, it was broken a couple spots so i got some plates and screws in there and uh so now there's a ton of metal in there but uh it just took the healing process took a long long time i was not i was completely non-weight bearing for, for three months so into march or april really and so that just took a long it just took a long long time and but it's it's really not it's been getting a lot better, especially like, like we were saying, those last couple rounds of the year. And uh, so I don't, you know, I'm not thinking about it really anymore. So yeah, yeah thanks I mean, for reminding them, Sean. You know, you, I, and I always do this. I always talk to these riders and want to know how they're doing. And I don't like to remind them about this, but I'm thinking at least <laughs> off season, maybe it's okay a little bit. Um, yeah. Have you, and you, you know, you don't have to reveal a lot of this. You, you don't want Jake, but um, where do you, I know at one point you were checking on the progress of it. Have you had, had it checked lately? And is it, is it pretty close to being done? And I think you were even planning to get some of that hardware taken out. Um, can you tell us about that prognosis at all? If you, unless you don't want yeah. to, let us know. No, yeah. I mean, there's still uh, the, the heel, the, all the bones now at this point are, are well healed. Uh, and so now the only thing that gives me, that gives me some issues is just having all that, having the, the plates and the screws in there where they are but they're like i say they even they keep getting better and better and I, eventually i think the plan will be to get the plates and screws out but it won't be this year if anything maybe okay. later next year because they they make they want them in there at least for a year anyway you know and it hasn't even been a year and so it'll be a little while but like i said now i'm at the point where i'm not thinking about it and it's still getting better all the time like as i get range of motion back and everything so yeah 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 okay. i'm not worried about it <laughs> Okay, we're past that. Thanks for talking about that a little bit. So I want, I want to talk a little bit about yesterday. Um, we had talked to you somewhat and found out what the, you're kind of already into the game in terms of this coming year. And you were uh, – tell us about some of the things you were doing yesterday. Yeah, oh, yeah, because I called you. You called me. We were supposed to do this interview yesterday. And then, <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I was <laughs> – I should have just ran into, into where – well, Paul, you're in, like, Costa Mesa, right? Yeah, you drove right by me and know, totally ignored me. We could have gone to lunch. We could have done a bunch of stuff, but you, know, you blew me off. <laughs> Blame it on Hayes. I was I was in a hurry to drop a 450 off of this house and get my 450 back, too. <laughs> that makes but sense. But, yeah, well, I, I guess I call when I talked to you, I was at Alpine Stars picking up some gear and, and seeing Rick up there. Uh, and then, and then I, yeah, I went to stop by Richard Stamboli's to see Attack. I'd never been there uh, to his place to attack performance. Uh, so I got to check out his shop, check out the bikes, like I said, and see the kind of difference and talk to those guys. And then, uh, and then see Keith and, and Tom and everybody uh, over at Yamaha and check out the program there. It was, was always cool. And then I got to pick up a, a new 450, too. So that was, that was always nice. And then, uh, so yeah, we're just kind of getting ready to, I'm just kind of getting ready to go and I'm going to start riding. Uh, I'm actually supposed to go up to Glen Helen later today and meet some guys from Bell and do some riding and uh just yeah like you say get get it going for for next year get the get the party started 
So you're back doing moto. You'll be training on that bike for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you told us, when you told us you were picking up the bike from for uh, Josh Hayes too, I I laughed. I had to. I gave him a call, and I knew he already knew you were doing it. But I was like, hey, you're just so you know, your 450s on the way. And we talked a little <laughs> bit. And I was asking him. I, you know, he had a pretty. He had a very su- su- successful year this year working with you know Cam Peterson and and obviously Garrett. And uh, Bobby Fong, I mean, he's got two championship riders there and also Richie Escalante. And I asked him, I said, are you going to do a little something with um, Jake? And he said, well, it's more up to Jake. So, you know, is that something you might do, being that you're kind of down in his area a little bit? Yeah, I think for sure. I mean, I, I was talking to Josh for a while yesterday, actually, about that. So, yeah, I'm sure, like, like you say, Josh is just a wealth of experience and the guy. I've known Josh for a long, long time. I've always really appreciated what what he's done and his experience and just the guy that he is. And, uh, so, so yeah, my plan is to hopefully have Josh working, working with me and, you know, he has a a really good crew of guys that he's working with with the J force program. And so, uh, so I'd like to have him there kind of, yeah, obviously being, he's been on that R1 a lot. He's been with that team a lot. He's been on all those tracks a lot. So, uh, just to have a little bit of haze whispering in here every once in a while to, to, for some knowledge is always nice. So we'll, I'm sure we'll work that program out. Do you know yet, Jake, who your crew is going to be? I mean, I know there are some of the guys that I've heard possibly Mike Canfield and and Mike, and Glenn Grenfell and yeah. uh, Yvonne. Do you know? Do you know yet if you're going to work with those, any of those guys or how that's yeah. going to be set up? I think yeah, that we'll be with those guys for sure. And I think uh, I mean obviously I don't I'm not 100 percent for certain on everything, but uh, that's what I that's what it's looking like. I hope that seems like a pretty good program. Yeah, and there's a lot of continuity there. Obviously, those guys, for people that might not know, Glenn was um, was Garrett's crew chief last year. Mike worked with uh, Garrett on Mike Canfield, and then Lee Vaughn worked with Cameron. Now, I know that team's going to change a little bit because uh, Rick Hobbs, the longtime crew chief, uh, is has retired. So there's a little bit of change there. But there's a lot of continuity, again, pointing to the fact that it's the Yamaha factory and some of these guys that – had worked with them are going to be working with you too. So that's, that's good yeah. for that kind con- that feels good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That is cool. And obviously the, how they all, how that whole team finished the year. I mean, obviously the, over the whole year and uh, especially how they finished the years was, was really impressive with Cam and Garrett. And uh, yeah, I'm pumped for Garrett, man, too. I wanted to bring that up. That's, that's going to be, that's going to be awesome for, for Garrett. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we're all really looking forward to seeing him, him get over there and do his thing. And I think he's uh Obviously, he's, we all know he's really, really motivated. He really wants to be there, and I think it's going to work out really well for him. So, Yeah, yeah, I think that's going to be a good deal. As far as you and your new teammate here goes, I mean, you obviously have a long relationship with Cameron. I think it's – I mean, it seems like a pretty good pairing. I can imagine the, 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 the rider portion of the truck would, uh, would be a pretty chill place to hang out with you two guys. So that's, uh, that, that's got to be a comfortable situation to be going into for you, right? Yeah, I'm 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 definitely really pumped about it, and yeah, like you say, I've known Cam for a long time. I've I've raced with him a lot over the years. I've hung out with him a lot over the years, and uh, yeah, you know, we get along really good, and I think we're, we became pretty good friends. And uh, so I think yeah, it'll be a great atmosphere and a great uh, a great team environment environment to kind of keep pushing us both forward, push those Yamahas forward, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, yeah, we can uh, you know do us both good and have a great time doing it, and, and have some great battles along the way, and put on a good show. And you can also remind him that you ended his perfect season that year in Daytona Sport Park. <laughs> yeah, so like, if he gets a little mouthy or a little chippy up there in the front of the truck, you can kind of bring that up. 
I hadn't thought about I like hadn't even thought about that at all really until you you guys posted something about that recently, yeah because like, I yeah yeah I saw it somewhere and uh, that was fun <laughs> I'll have to bring that up <laughs> yeah I would I would bring that up day one <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that do you now now that we talked about it tell me if I'm right in this I think that was it was at Road America and I think it was Canada Corner you passed him in that corner and that that's how that's where you won that race uh, wasn't it. Well, we went back and forth a little bit throughout the race, and then he ended up running off, um, like with a couple laps to go. So he kind of handed it to me there at the end. But we had a pretty killer battle, like for a couple laps going back and forth. And then, uh, yeah, I think he just made that tiny mistake, so I kind of got in there and got got the W. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one one thing I want to ask you about with regard to Richard. Now, you know, I I, I think of Steve Shibe and Richard to be somewhat similar in that they both got these engineering backgrounds and they have giant brains. And you know, Steve's always thinking, always looking at the bike, always looking at other people's bikes, and kind of seeing what he can do. And and you know, Richard, I think even more so, you know, because he's involved a lot in fabricating his own parts, and he's got his own company that he produces parts for. Um, you know, and he's, they're highly engineered stuff. So you, you worked well with, with Steve and, you know, like I said, Steve's got that analytical mind. I, do you think that, you know, it's going to, I assume the relationship you've kind of learned a little bit how to deal with that. What, what was it like with Steve and what do you anticipate in dealing with, with Richard? I mean, it's, there's some unknowns there, but obviously he's worked with Heron. He worked with Josh or with JD beach as well. So um, what do you think about that, that side of it? Yeah, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be awesome, you know, with Richard and I, I you know, I haven't known him all that well, but I mean, I got to hang out with him and talk from a while yes with him a while yesterday and uh yeah, I'm not worried. I think it's going to be a really good a good uh good atmosphere all the way around and yeah, even like you say with Steve working with him. Yeah, you know, uh I guess in ways maybe similar to Richard out of the breath really re engineer guys and really really clever, really smart and um but it was it was really awesome working with Steve a lot this year and being able to listen to him think and, and talk about some of the things that he thinks about on on his side of the fence and because uh, that's kind of what it takes I guess you know it does take a lot of a little bit of everything to put a bike together make it go fast and, and run that well and uh, so was, I got to learn a lot about about motorcycles and working and, and working with Steve a lot this year about setting up a bike and all all that stuff that it takes to get those super bikes running well you know. Let's change the subject a little bit. Um, I kind of started surfing again, and I need to buy a wetsuit. Yeah. The, do you? <laughs> um, I you went are, to the surf shop the other day. You looking for a used day. one or something? No, no. Well, it wouldn't fit me because you're too skinny and too tall. But um, I went to the surf shop the other day, and I'm like, okay, I didn't. I had no idea that there were four hundred thousand different wetsuits. It's crazy, so, huh? What do you, What do you recommend? Uh I haven't bought it. I haven't even bought a wetsuit in years because I haven't needed one, needed to buy one. But I, speaking of need, I the ones that I have and like me, even my buddies have had over the last couple of years are called like need. They're called need essential. It's like, uh huh. It's just called need essential, and they're wait. They make wetsuits, but they don't. They're super cheap because they don't. They come straight from the factory, and they're not like they're not logo. They have no logos or anything on them, so they're like. It drives the price way down. So and they're really good wetsuits. Well, that's even better with no logos. And you only need right. yeah. You only need like a two mil. A two mil or a three two or whatever. All right, so that's Maybe three in the body, two in the arms. Yeah. All yeah. Right. See, I learned something those today, things, Sean. Just text me. Those those are good wetsuits, though. They're really cheap. So. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll text you, and you can send me the info on those, and I'll because I I'm gonna I'm fully committed to going back to cold water. Heck yeah! Dude. It's not <laughs> even cold. It's not even cold anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, it will be. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> have you surfed lately, Jake? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Well, I was, I actually just got back like two nights ago. I was on the East coast, um, doing super camps and then hanging out with my family. But, uh, so I was when I was home, but I'll, and I'll be surfing some this week and I'm going to bug Paul. We're going to go, we're going to get out. Hey, listen, if you guys are going to go surfing together, you really need to get Tony Elias to join you. He's, he's fully in on surfing now, isn't he, Paul? Yeah, I can tell he's just got that real passion for it. I'm sure like he's different from Jake and I, cause we both learned when we were kids. And I remember like being dropped off at the beach at, you know, six or seven in the morning by somebody's mom, you know, probably four of us with our surfboards on the top of the station wagon roof tied on there with rope. And uh, we'd be there the entire day and then somebody would pick us up and drive us home, somebody else's parents. But I think Tony's kind of in that excitement period too, where he just can't get enough. And, uh, and Jake would know that feeling, but yeah, it would be kind of fun. He's, he, it's funny. He's got some good surfing stories. I don't know if Jake's heard him or not, but I mean, he, he said like the scariest times of his life, which <laughs> think about this guy's race, like moto GP superbike racing. And the scaredest he's ever been is, is, is in surfing. <laughs> like he's got one story where he, he actually got stuck in the pier. The waves are oh, really big. Wow. He's stuck in the pier and he was actually holding on to one of the pillars <laughs> oh, no, and like man. the, the, um, the the barnacles and stuff were actually making his arms bleed because he was squeezing so tight. But he he's fully committed. But it'd be pretty fun to to have him join us. Just I'm sure we would just laugh our ass yeah. off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Like I said, like I was I, every weekend I kind of talk to him. I run into him. Like man, let's go surfing. And then we haven't actually pulled it off yet. So we'll have to all get all three of us have to get together and uh, the next couple of weeks and get get out there. Yeah, I think it'll take me to organize it, but I'll definitely. Uh, yeah, I'll you just need to keep bugging us. Kind of cool. Stay on us both. We'll get like a group <laughs> chat going. No, I'm just going to say, look, we're going here. We're all meeting yeah. here, and then we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the perfect. I mean, we could meet at somewhere like the San Clemente Pier. Yeah. You know, yeah, you could easy. come your way, and you could come my way, and, and I, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, good for me. I'd have a five minute drive. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> and, and make sure you guys make sure you bring Doug, our our audio and video engineer guy, <laughs> yeah. and have him record it. We got to get that thing on Instagram. Yeah. It'd be pretty funny. Yeah, that'd be a moment and a half for sure. Um, hey, you want to change the subject for a minute, Jake? There's one other thing I want to talk to you about. Uh, it's um, I don't think it's a sensitive subject, but I've I've seen from the past. I've seen it happen with Josh Heron. I saw it happen with Cameron, uh, and I think it's something you had to do this year too. Oh, and JD Beach had this happen too. So you guys. We're all at one time Red Bull riders, and you have been with Red Bull for a really long time. Well, obviously, Monster Energy is the title sponsor of the team you're on, so there's a conf conflict there. I I know for a fact that Cameron had to give it up. Heron was one of the first ones I remember with Yamaha that had to do it, and JD did too, and you guys were really associated with Red Bull completely. But is that is that true that you had to kind of let that one go so that you could – because of Monster Energy? Yeah, you know, and even this year, I didn't have Red Bull with me anymore, you know, but up until then, I mean, from 2008, the Red Bull Rookies Cup in 2008 until uh, until really last year, which is 2018, I guess, 10 solid years with, with Red Bull. Uh, that was, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty dang good, good run. And I owe a lot to, to all those guys to, you know, Jeremy at Red Bull and, um, you know, especially because being the Red Bull Rookies Cup and that program, how that kind of came about. I would have never even touched a road race bike if it wasn't for for that program and my year in the Red Bull Rookies Cup the, here in the States and then a couple of years in Europe and then kind of the, the opportunities that came from that. So, uh, 
so yeah, I mean, like you say, like kind of, you know, I guess you see it in, in all in, in sports and in and, and, and life all the time. You know, it's sometimes you gotta you gotta go a different way and we've seen that with Cam and J D and uh that's just kind of the way that the way that racing works, you know. I know we've all we're all really appreciative for what you know, what for the our other past supporters and sponsors have done, but sometimes that's just that's just the way it goes, you know. But like I said, without Red Bull in the beginning, man, I wouldn't have even touched a, a road race bike ever. So uh you know, I like I say, I owe a lot to those guys. But your relationship with Red Bull though started when you did the Rookies Cup, right? I mean, you know, uh, you know, even well in Rookies Cup, we weren't technically Red Bull athletes, but Red Bull was it was the Red Bull Rookies Cup. You know, they were they were putting it all the whole program together, and you know the amount of money that they they put together to spend on all all of us kids throughout all those years, and uh, that's a big. Uh, that's a that's a great commitment to make so it's cool to be it was cool for that to kind of pay off and flourish and like I say kind of present some opportunities that I maybe not would have had uh, elsewhere doing my kind of my motocross thing here which is which was kind of my whole life until that point you know Mm, yeah it's kind of cool this year we finally had another kid actually qualify for that I mean we've sent some kids in the past but uh Rocco Landers just had a successful um, tryout, and and he's going to be doing Red Bull rookies for next year. So it's it's kind of a cool thing for Moto America to to have a kid over there that we can we can keep an eye on, and and maybe he can watch him progress. Yeah, that that's going to be awesome. I think we'll all be pumped to go see uh to go see what Rocco can do over there. That's going to be cool. I'm sure I'm sure he's uh, I'm sure he's stoked. So yeah, I definitely hope uh, I definitely hope he can have a good year, and I'm sure we'll all be watching. So. People probably don't realize how, I mean, that's not an easy thing for a 14, 15 year old kid to just pick up and go to Europe and, and do something like that. I mean, it's, but I mean, I think he's a, he's a good kid to do it. I mean, he's, he's taught himself some Spanish and, and et cetera, et cetera. And he really wants to do it, but it, people just don't realize like, man, you just, you know, you're a young kid thrown into, into a big pack over there. Yeah, it, it really is. When you, and when you step back and look at it, you know, you look at it, even like a program like the Rookies Cup. Uh, I guess, but you know, been being in Rocco's position or being a kid and like, we've all kind of been there in some way. And it's, uh, you kind of just look past all that other crazy stuff that's going on and the whole, all, all it takes to get together. You know, I'm sure Rocco, all he thinks is getting on that motorcycle and going as fast as he can. And as long as he focuses on that and not all the other bull crap that can, that can go down over there and, uh, enjoy his experience, enjoy the travel and just ride his butt off. That's all you can really focus on, you know? Recently, Jake, did you, I don't know if you saw this, but um, so Ben Spees did a thing with uh, Casey Stoner where they came over and re- and rode it. I think it was Willow Springs. They rode R1Ms for Alpine Stars and being you're an Alpine Stars rider. I don't know if you were there, but you you have a relationship or know Casey Stoner from when you did Red Bull Rookies Cup or with Chaz Davies and those guys. Isn't isn't that correct that you had some involvement with Casey at one point? Uh, no, um, I, I didn't really know Casey at all. I, uh, but JD, okay. it was, yeah, JD and Cam, Bobier and JD went, uh, I know they spent a lot of time with him, like when they were in Rookies Cup and when they're in Europe and Cam was doing World Championship. And uh, yeah, so I know those guys are good buddies with, with, with Casey. I don't think I've ever actually met Casey though. Okay, but it was Chaz that you were you friends with, and and it carried on into when you were in World Superbike with Honda, correct? Yeah, yeah. Like I know I've known Chaz for since he was kind of doing. Uh, that was in DM. You know, those I think when he was on that Aprilia, that would have been like oh eight or something. He was on that Aprilia, right? In the six hundred class, whatever that thing was. Uh, so that's what I remember when I remember meeting him back back then. Yeah, he raced with Celtic Racing, Gary Bilson in yeah, there. Yeah, Gilson in there yeah, for a while. Yeah. 
And it's cool that you had that relationship when we're friends with a lot of those guys. I assume that Garrett's going to get to know some of those guys that you knew, like Laverty and some of those guys too, right? I mean, the English-speaking guys sort of hang out a little bit together. Isn't that right? Yeah, definitely. And I think uh, that's for sure. Like we say, I know all those English-speaking guys uh, are really cool. And, you know, Chaz and and Leon and and Eugene and Johnny and and all all those guys are really cool. So I'm sure he'll get along well with those guys. And I mean, really, everybody over there, even in my experience, I think most people's experience, it's it's a pretty, it still is a pretty friendly, it's a pretty cool paddock, all the riders are, I mean, at least, I, you know, in my experience, everybody was, I could have no problem talking to them, you know, all those guys that were out there racing against, they're all friendly, and they're all there to do their job, but still, uh, you know, good guys, and uh, so it's always, I think, I think I know he'll have a good experience over there, he's going to have a good time. Good. All right, Sean, you got anything else or we can let him go? Uh, he's got to head north to go to Glen Helen. Yeah, that's right. Be careful. Please be careful up there, Jake, whatever you do. <laughs> I'm just supposed to go out there and uh, for some new, I guess, some new bell helmets. We're just shoot, like doing a little photo shoot for some like the new, I don't know, colorways or, or something like that. So I'm just going to cool. cruise around and look good, I think is the plan. Did if you? I was Keith McCarty, I wouldn't have given you anything more than like a TTR or 150. No, I'm responsible, <laughs> man. Especially now. I know you, you are. You're you learn good your kid. lessons over, over the, the hard ways, no, too, especially the hard ones. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't take much to um, make you realize that, uh, yeah, caution <laughs> yeah. comes first. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's let you go. Yeah, there's a time yeah. and a place, and this isn't it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you very much for for joining us today, Jake. And congrats on the new ride. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun to watch. We have a lot of confidence in your abilities to uh, to make this thing work. And I I think it'll be a, a pretty cool team with you and Cameron. And it'll be fun to uh, to see the results. And um, you can start beating him a little bit and get under his skin a little bit. And it'll be kind of fun. And and obviously you'll have to deal with Tony and some other guys as well. So the whole thing should be cool. And we're kind of excited for this next season, but uh, thanks Sean for joining in again. And uh, thanks for reminding me about the anniversary and <laughs> hopefully there's chocolate or something on my desk when I get back over there. But uh, anyway, you guys, and, and also a big thanks to the listeners for, for sticking with us for a year. I can't, I can't believe, yeah, a year. Uh, wow. I can't believe we've been doing it this long. I know we haven't been fired. We haven't been fined by <laughs> any like, fire government organization. Well, well you know, FCC, I mean, maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All it takes is one person in the group to think you suck yeah, and you're gone. Yeah. Well, thank thank you guys for yeah. having me on again and happy anniversary. Uh, thank you yeah. again to to Yamaha and Attack Performance and everybody for for kind of giving me this this opportunity. It's gonna be really cool and Bell Bell Helmets and Alpine Stars and everybody in my corner and I've received a lot of cool messages and support and all that. So thank you everybody and we're looking forward to getting the racing going. Great. All right, guys, you take, take care. Bye. Be safe. Bye.